Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. We are back with you. It's a uh, Tuesday, second hour of the show. Don't forget, use the uh, Odyssey app anytime you would like. Hit the rewind feature. You can go back and listen to our first hour. I talked about just this fantastic night I had last night with Quinton. We also had to ask Adam anything. You want to go back to Adam and Jordana's show. You want to go back to Vanita. All of that is available to you. On the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is former Hennepin County Chief Judge Todrick Barnett. And uh, Todrick is with us. He is now the Commissioner of Public Safety for the City of Minneapolis. We had a chance to talk to uh, Todrick on the uh, day he was appointed, and we thought it was time to check in. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. So you're sworn in. October 23rd, when yeah. people think of Minneapolis, they they think of many things, including safety concerns. You have a very important job. From the time you were appointed to now, tell me your biggest imprint on public safety in the city of Minneapolis. Wow, the biggest imprint, I would say, is that we are taking the Minneapolis safety and uh, thriving uh, report and bringing that to life. Uh, I would say also that uh, having a location for the third precinct, which is our South Minneapolis Community Safety Center, is uh, also very important. How are you different than your predecessor? Wow. Um, I didn't know Dr. Alexander, so I can't really tell you um, how I'm different. Um, What I can say is that um, just the experience that I have um, from being a lawyer in the public defender's office, being a county attorney, and then a judge just bringing that background here, I think is important. uh, and so, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know Dr. Alexander's background to compare me to him and how we're different. So with this job as the Commissioner of Public Safety, what is the day-to-day like for you? And when there is a serious legal matter, a uh, criminal matter in the city, when and how do you get involved compared to what happens with the police officers, police officers, and and the chief of police, Brian O'Hara himself? 
Did you say uh, a serious legal matter? Yeah. So if 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 there's a a serious criminal issue, which has yeah. legal ramifications, and the police is, they are investigating it, when and how would you get involved versus just the day to day of what the officers are doing? Oh. No, you, so um, maybe just kind of understanding my role. Um, so the mayor is my boss, um, mm-hmm. and my job as the commissioner of community safety um, is to supervise five departments. Uh, you know, of course, one of them is the police, fire, 911, emergency management, and neighborhood safety. So the day-to-day operations um, with any of those departments, um, I'm not involved in in that. Uh, think of my job more as support and uh, also coordinating all of these departments uh, for community safety. And we all know that not all five of these departments encompasses everything community safety. So that requires me to um, reach out to other departments to get things done. No, I, I think I understood that. I'm just, are, are there scenarios or have there been any scenarios so far where a crime was so significant in Minneapolis where the officers were involved, but you felt like that you needed to have maybe specific information shared with you from the police chief versus just judging it from afar and the normal dialogue you might have with the police chief? No, um, what I would say is that, um, you know, I have all the confidence in the world in Chief O'Hara, so that's not a situation um, that's occurred. But I guess what um, maybe a good example would be, uh, you know, when Chief O'Hara called me um, uh, about the closure of the last encampment, uh, and he had real serious safety concerns uh, in which that has never happened in my three months here that he's called and said, look, I have very serious safety concerns and that we talked about those safety concerns that he had. And of course, the next day, because of that, um, we closed the encampment. Okay. So let's stay with that and remind folks that former Hennepin County Chief Judge Todrick Barnett is with us now, the Commissioner of Public Safety for the city of Minneapolis. Let's talk about homeless, and let's talk about encampments. How big of a concern do you believe it is in the city itself? Well, I mean, homelessness is a national uh, issue. Uh, for us in the city, um, you know, a lot of the concern uh, comes with the large encampments and the safety of the residents uh, around those encampments. Uh, it also is concerns about those people inside the encampment uh, as well. So um, it is uh, a concern when, when you have health uh, issues, like in one of the encampments where there was a stomach virus, or where there is situations in which uh, there could possibly be harm done to uh, someone in the encampment or the surrounding area. About 10 days ago, sir, uh, the group Effective Law Enforcement for All 
has uh, was selected in the pursuit of reshaping the police department to uh, reduce the use of force incidents. This happened because of the investigations by the state and the federal government on a consent decree on policing in the city. What was your specific role in selecting effective law enforcement for all, and what will be your role moving forward with them? Well, the role that I played uh, in the selection process was that I was on the interview panel with a lot of other people, uh, city attorney, uh, members um, from the Department of Human Rights, other uh, city employees, also members from the Department of Justice as well. So it was a large uh, interview panel and process. Um, my role going forward uh, is really probably more along the lines of any support or help I can give um, MPD, any support or help that I can give to um, the city attorney's office. When you think of compliance, uh, really looking at us meeting our deadlines, uh, if Chief O'Hare felt like he needed some resources, or support uh, with meeting those deadlines, um, being able to advocate for those things. So, so that that's basically the way that I see my role at this point. Uh, we had data that came out, sir, uh, which showed the numbers on certain level of crime has dropped uh, yeah. last year, and that and that's good. You you want that? Yes. There are a lot of people who have watched this debate on the number of police officers when a lot of us, myself included, have said the city will be safer when we add 50, 100, 150, 200 more officers. And they push back and say, no, no, you're wrong. We, we don't need that influx of police officers. And they look at the data from last year and say, this is an example. So for, for the city of Minneapolis to be safer, do we really need another 200, 300 officers? Or does the data show us that maybe those of us in that category are being a bit hyperbolic about that? No, I think what you see in the reduction of crime, I mean, we can't deny that that is true. But um, being at 60% is not the answer for our law enforcement officers in the city of Minneapolis. Uh, the issue is that when you talk to them outside of what you see on paper, they're going from one call to the next call to the next call, and that's not sustainable. Uh, we need those officers to be able to decompress. We need those officers to be able to stick around and have time to engage with our residents, get to know our residents, uh, we need them to be visible. We know that visibility will deter crime. And so those things are, are there. I would also say that, yes, uh, we've been able to use crime prevention uh, to help with those numbers. Uh, but, yes, we do need more law enforcement officers. Community Safety Commissioner for the City of Minneapolis, uh, Todrick Barnett, is with us. Uh, as I let you go. Um, what is your greatest concern for this city in 2024 and when the year finishes, if X is accomplished, 
what would make you most happy? What What is X and, and what gives you the great, greatest concern? <laughs> I think that um, we have a challenge just like other major cities in the country, and that is uh, our recruitment and retention of our uh, law enforcement officers, our 911 folks, um, and so I think if we can increase those numbers, increase our diversity of our applicants, uh, and get those numbers up by the end of the year, that would be huge for us. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you, and I didn't call you Mr. Hartman this time. Yes, thank you. I'm definitely not Mr. Hartman. Don't don't, don't call me that at any point. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. All right. Former head of county chief judge, Todrick Barnett, the community safety commissioner for the city of Minneapolis. is 19 past one here on CCL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, Go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Jamie, in about uh, 12 minutes, since we're uh, speaking of the city of Minneapolis, I believe I have the proper pronunciation, Basim Sabri. He's been in the news off and on for a long time around the city. As the trip story points out, prominent and controversial local real estate magnet owns a mall, and he is now, because of Jacob Fry's vote, his uh, veto of the ceasefire resolution, which was uh, overridden by the city council. Jacob Fry joined us that day to talk about the decision. That was the day after the controversy about the joke losers and working from home versus coming in. One of... Many interviews or conversations, silliness that is available to you. If you podcast the show, anywhere you get your podcast, just punch in Chad Hartman Show. <clears throat> so he's so mad about Fry and uh, his veto on the ceasefire that he says he's no longer uh, welcome at his mall. It's a, a complex of smallish shops and uh, restaurants among the items in the email which the Trib obtained. I thought you were just a Jew, but it appears that you lean towards the other extreme. This has been my fear for a long, long time, Dave, going uh, going back a decade plus. And a lot of this started when we've had the uh, pharmacists who have decided because of their personal religious beliefs that they will not... Uh, 
refill or fill your prescriptions or individuals at uh, restaurants or grocery stores if a food um, is sacrilegious to, to them, that even though this is their job, they won't be involved in this process. You know, my feeling all along has been if you sign up for the job, you need to know the particulars And if this job requires you to do this, to execute the job, do your job or find another job. On these examples, okay, um, I'm not going the slippery slope. I want to take each issue point by point because there can be other examples where I potentially would look at it different. But in the broadest sense, you know the particulars, accommodations, can be asked for and sometimes accommodate. But this is my, my fear, Dave, that individuals related to politics and related to uh, strong political views are going to try to say, here's what this store is for. Here's your criteria that you need to check these boxes, that stupid phrase, to get into said retail outlet, uh, grocery store, pharmacy, mall, whatever it might be. So here's one example of an individual who's in the news a lot. Some love him, some hate him, some are barely aware of him. Where because of a vote by a mayor, by the way, you're not allowed in my business. And for a while, Dave, we've seen signs you know, at uh, bars and restaurants and other places. Now, I don't know how far a lot of these places ever go in requiring people and going through a checklist. But this has been my concern for an extended period of time. So let's 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 turn the calendar ahead. It's uh, 2024 now. We turn the calendar ahead five years. Are we going to see more of this where individuals who own maybe maybe prominent businesses, maybe multiple businesses, so it would have more sway than in this particular case, but this is a, obviously a thriving mall, but even, even more powerful, where conservatives here, liberals here, heterosexuals here, uh, whatever it might be, or who, who's banned? Because I will not be shocked at all, as divided as this country is. In fact, I'll I'll say it this way. I think it's going to happen. I think five years from now, we're going to be floored by the number of places who are going to try legally to prevent citizens who absolutely unequivocally should be allowed to enter these places, but because they don't agree politically, they're going to try to ban uh, you with me? You think I'm uh, going way too far? I think it's far more likely that it happens the other way around, that we get more of the boycotts that we've certainly had recently, Bud yep. Light being maybe the most prominent. Uh, but, you know, political groups that you know, won't listen to this artist, won't watch a movie from that specific actor or actress, won't shop at that store, won't eat at that restaurant because a that place or that person aligns with them on the opposite side of, uh, excuse me, a lot aligns opposite the political aisle as they do. I think that'll be become much more prominent and spread on social media. 
And we'll be hearing a lot, lot more about that than I think bands. I think bands, nah, it's probably still not going to be very frequent. Well, the Bud Light um, boycott, probably as successful as any the last five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I still think I think we both agree it's utter nonsense. Bud Light tried to advertise to a portion of America. Oh, no. Yes, they're, they're trying to indoctrinate you. They're going after their children. No, they, there's an audience out there. Hey, if they want to buy some beer, let's sell beers to everybody. What, a, what an awful thing to do. Um, we'll see. I, I think you're right that we're going to see greater coordination with boycotts, but I still think the bans are going to take place. You want to chime in with a quick text? I'll take a look at those at the end of weather. And also, our friend Jamie Ucas is going to join us in a matter of minutes right here on CCO. Jamie's here. It's uh, 137 on CCO. Like all of our guests, she's on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. When we last chatted, you were on your way to Vegas for the Super Bowl. I saw a number of your reports uh, let's start this way. Did you end up partying and celebrating with Travis and Taylor late into uh, Sunday night, Monday morning? Yeah, 6 a.m. at the win. You know me, big partier. <laughs> they, <laughs> no. they were having no, chicken wings there. at that point, Jamie. I, love it. I asked Carter this last hour. If it's the late night and it's, let's say, 2, 3 in the morning and you're hungry... Uh, what's your go-to food? They were having chicken wings. Carter said pizza. What? What's your go-to? Like if late night, like I've had a couple drinks and I'm ready to had uh, a couple drinks. Soak it all up. There's, yeah, there's okay. shenanigans uh, happening. I gotta be honest. I've done it in multiple countries too, uh, because you can always find a McDonald's. I will eat McDonald's McNuggets all day when I'm in that <laughs> position. Okay. If 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 uh, it's just a regular day, will you go to McDonald's or is McDonald's? Cause no, they're doing no, fine. No, they're, they're, yeah, you're not going. Okay. No, no, I like I'm disgusted. Like with like on a normal day, I'm like, oh, McDonald's, no way. But look, late night, you're like, yeah, McNuggets, yeah. You know yeah. who knows this, we, by the way? Jason by the way, we had McDonald's. We had McDonald's lined up to sponsor this segment. There, there, there it goes. <laughs> Dave, tear up that agreement. That's out. Hey, McDonald's done. It's all, it's all how you spend the promotion of it, Chad, really. I mean, think about it. <laughs> Wait, so DeRussia knows that uh, cocktails and uh, McDonald's? May, is- he, he, may, he may have partaked the last time I did a late-night McDonald's uh, run. That might have been at his house like uh, a month ago or so? May have been at his house, may have been Uber Eats because no one was in any shape to drive. <laughs> That's well, you made a good decision all the way around. You know, yeah. have some fun, have yeah. some food. What the heck? Okay. How did this, uh, you said this is Super Bowl four, right? How did this Super Bowl compare to others? Okay. I'm going to get real with you for a second. Okay. Yes. Let's go. Um, CBS Super Bowls when we have them are so much better than when we don't have the rights to the Super yeah, Bowl, right? I, so I, I, I did yeah. San Francisco and I did Las Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. There is, I will say the whole experience of Las Vegas because everything was in the same area was great. It was very, um, 
you know, it was easy to kind of get to. People were really excited to be there. It had kind of a different vibe than other Super Bowls. The actual Super Bowl itself, like going to it, was terrible. Um, the security guards were super, super strict, which, like, I did feel safe. But also, like, some of so them did So did you want casual security guards that they're just haphazardly no, doing their job? They, or? they didn't fully understand the credential situation, so they, like, kept trying to move us along when we could have been places. Um, you know, I, there was just, like, little things that I, I just don't know that, like, the actual game itself. They also had constructed – you know, some of these partitions and stuff. So you're supposed to be able to walk the concourse and, and talk to people and do things when you're there. Uh, that didn't happen. Um, the halftime show was fantastic. That stadium is humongous, by the way. Um, yeah, and and he ended up seeing a lot of celebrities. But, I like, I'm going to be fully transparent with you. My photographer and I, we watched the halftime. It was great. And then we decided, like, let's get out of here. Because you know Vegas, too. One way in and one way out to those hotels oh, yeah. on the strip. <laughs> yes. So we, we yes. left at halftime and went back to the hotel and watched the second half from the hotel. I have no problem with that. Now, I'm spoiled because I've attended a lot of games as a kid and as an adult, you know, working them. Um, yeah. For major events in certain cities where it's a cluster you-know-what leaving. If you yeah. can take in most of it and then go yeah. quickly and beat the masses and still enjoy it, sign me up every time. And I guarantee you there are people exactly. listening to us right now saying, what is wrong with you guys? You get Super Bowl tickets. I know. And that's, you're that's in there. Saying, it's a though. close game. You know. I know. I know. I'm, and that's why I'm saying being fully transparent. It, but working it is so much different than actually attending it for fun, A. Yeah. Uh, B, the second part of this is, you know, I when you are working it, you don't get to see any of the commercials. The whole thing is total. You know, it's a totally different vibe. It's if you if your team is in the Super Bowl, you want to be there to see your team in the Super Bowl. But like the yeah. Vikings weren't in it, so I didn't care about the teams right at all. Um, I don't get to see the commercials. Halftime was cool. Um, I'm glad I got to see that. So it's you know, I mean, it's just it's just different. It's just different. Madonna is at the X tonight. Would oh, you see she Madonna? is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see Madonna. Yep. I'm not going to expand upon that, but, you know. Yeah. Wow. That's Dave, what do you think about that? Very brief. I'd see her. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to say another thing about it, Dave. Was that on the list? You can't ask Jamie about Madonna? Did I miss something? <laughs> Apparently there's a history there you know we don't you, know about. You know what? Yeah. No, it's totally fine. It's, but, but, you know, there's like there are those artists that you like are dying to see that you really, really love. Yeah. She's, you know, she, she's an icon. Like, of course, I, I I would go if somebody offered me tickets. Sure, I'll go. But, you know, like, I'm not super excited about it. I I do have to be honest with you. I did the sphere experience um, yeah. while in Las How Vegas. Incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. The only thing that was disappointing because it was a Super Bowl crowd, they ended up dropping the ticket prices cheap because it wasn't a normal like couple nights for them. You know, normally people are booking their entire weekend around going to the sphere, right? Well, this is a whole yes. weekend booked around the Super Bowl. So it was they dropped the ticket prices, which is why I saw what the ticket prices were and went, Oh my gosh, we gotta go. So I bought tickets. They then dropped. There were people apparently Friday and Saturday night getting in for $40. Oh, 
So I the saw only that. thing that was not fun was yes, it's absolutely insane. The only thing that wasn't fun is I do feel like we didn't get a U two audience. We got an audience who just wanted to see the sphere, and I like U two. So it was a little disappointing that like Doug and I were the only two in our row actually singing to any of the songs and like <laughs> seemed to know the songs, right. uh, you know, <laughs> versus like everybody else just taking in the visuals. Somehow, Dave, I've seen Jamie. I'm going to stand here, and her and Doug are into it. And these other people are sitting. Jamie's like, get up. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Where the streets have no name. Come on. Let's go. Get up here. You know? Well, that, oh, my God. That is the song that I couldn't believe, Chad. Like, it is the streets have no name. And everyone's just sitting there, like, with their hands folded over each other, just staring, sitting down in their seats, staring at, the, at you, too. I was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, so we're we're going to Vegas in a few weeks as part of our you know our adventure out here on the West with Q. Uh-huh. And I love you two. I well, you gotta go. so want to go, but you gotta the problem go. is I'm just I'm worried how Q is going to hold up. So I don't I know don't that know. I'm going to be honest. I don't think. Do you want me to fly in and take care of Q for the night so you can go? Yes, I do. Which you, you might yes, need to do that. Thank, thank you. I would love. I'm happy that. to do that. He and I connected oh at uh, Jason's son's graduation. Yes. So well, you just got to give me I'd the like date because to... I might be on my honeymoon. When you say a couple well, weeks, what okay. are we talking? Okay. Uh, sometime in March. Middle March. Uh, I mean, Dave. Let's again. Is she prioritizing babysitting Q in Vegas or her honeymoon <laughs> in Australia? What's happened to her? Where's priorities? Yeah, I don't like this at all. Yeah, I don't like this. Right. Doug will be fine. Uh, wh- are we getting together for dinner Saturday? Do you have plans for dinner? Well, you tell me. I haven't heard from you. You're the one. You're, yeah. well, you tell me. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'm going to call you. I promise, promise, promise for the show. Let's. We're eating dinner Saturday. Better, let's pause. I, I keep waiting. My phone. My phone sits here. I wait for your call. Never call. Yeah. Well, I call. It was. It, we, you, you went right to voicemail. I thought you were just. You know, you're dusting me. But you're. You're kind of working. You got, no, so you got to leave it. You got to leave a message. Whoa, you leave a message. Well, okay, there are a lot of people now who don't leave the message. You know what the message now is? I called you. You have to call me back. Where do you stand on that big philosophical change? I think I think you should leave a message. Like, it's up to yeah. me if I want to listen to the message or not. If I see you've called. First of all, too, like, I, I also don't think phones register all the time. So I've had other people, like, during the Super Bowl, people will be like, well, I tried calling you. I'm like, did you leave a message? No. Did you text me? No. Well, maybe I was in an area with like 100,000 other people and my cell phone didn't ring. It's not allowed. So maybe it would be better to leave a message. I want the special beeper profile that no matter where you are at any time that my phone call goes. Wouldn't that be fun to go back to pagers, by the way? That would be fun. No. No, I don't want to go back to features. What do you want to have a landline? Is that what you want to go yes, back to? Yes, I have a landline. I have yeah. a landline. Okay, Grandma. We'll talk to Grandma Jamie Ucas more <laughs> when we come back on CCO. Jamie Ucas from CBS News making her regular Tuesday appearance with us. It's uh, 52 past one. I mean, you're about to get married. So, I okay. No. I know. Does it feel like you're about to get married? I don't think you ever RSVP'd, by the way. Yeah, I don't think I ever did. Just FYI. I don't yeah, think you did. Thanks a I lot. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. <laughs> Sorry, I guess, can't I guess you might be 
guess who might be at the wedding? Um, Donald John Trump. No, Taylor Swift playing a concert two nights before my wedding. Staying in oh, Australia, going to another part. Then I'm I'm working on it. She's going to be okay. in country. Okay. <laughs> Dave, does that sound like we've narrowed it down? Okay. <laughs> Taylor Swift is going to be in the same country of, I don't know, what is it, 20 million people? Or, I mean, it's, a, no, it's, it's not a, like. No, the population of Australia is pretty small, actually. Is it? Okay, so it's yeah. three million. Let me look. I'm actually googling it because I don't want to misspeak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've yeah. got two phones. That's I guess what this is for. Yeah, lot of dog. Dave, how many the, phones uh, do you have? Million. I got one. Twenty-five yeah. million. See, That's it. I, my first pick was pretty good. There's more so, people. On, no, there's more people in the state of California. There's thirty-nine million people in the state of California. Well, California is also the fifth biggest economy on the planet. We're not talking wow. about Vermont here. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good state. Okay, so oh Taylor is playing two days before. You have the friend yep. connection. Let's play the game here we right. like to play. Zero to ten. Zero, that's absolutely unequivocally no chance Taylor is at your, your wedding. Or ten, it is a mortal lock. That she's singing love song at your wedding. I mean, she loves a love story. I'm just saying. A, what is this, a Joe Biden answer? I mean, that's Dave, I didn't hear an answer, did you? <laughs> Not a strong answer. <laughs> Not a strong answer. I mean, speaking uh, of, speaking of, did you watch John Stewart last night? I saw the clips. Oh, my God. You got, you got to watch the whole thing. So good. Yeah, I and will. You know what? It doesn't I matter what side of the aisle you're on. It, he goes after everybody, and it's perfect. Thank you. I agree. I watched the first one, and I know all the lefty uh, lefties are very upset. He's equating the two. There's many, many ways where the two are different, including who they would surround <laughs> themselves with. And, yeah, uh, I know. But shape. This, is, this, this is my that's my problem with this. Like with with where we are as a society, like. We have to be able, like, we should all be of a growth mindset, right? So even if you're a lefty and you don't like it, like, that's okay. Yep. Like, it's okay. Yes. Because, 100%. because actually what he said, too, was pretty true. So, like, we have to be able to, like, look at things true. and see truth, you know? Yeah. 100% true, and he's brilliant at what he does. I mean, again, one of the things now that drives me most nuts, let's, let's not use a conservative as an example. If a conservative cites something and it's critical of the right, and where she or yeah. he is is normally aligned with the conservative party, let's say 80% of the time, so as a legitimate conservative, oh, my God, you're dead to us, you're a sellout. It, it's such a sad purity test in our country now. You know, you're either with me every time or I don't ever want to talk to you again. Right. No, and I, but that's, I think that bleeds over into, like, how a lot of us, speak to one another and have conversations, yes. which is not healthy, right? Like things are not black and white. I hate to tell everyone the world is very either. You can look at it both ways. It's very gray or it's very much a rainbow. Like there's not a whole lot of black and white in the world anymore. So if you want to live in those silos, that's fine. But I don't know how good your relationships are going to be with other human beings. Valentine's Day tomorrow. I'm reading a story yes. from the Washington Post. Spending in our nation has skyrocketed. 
Ten years ago, this country on Valentine's Day spent $17.3 billion. Now, it's at just below $26 billion. So, yeah, considering... Inflation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good inflation. Yeah, considering 16 days from now, you are going to be married. What is Valentine's Day tomorrow like for you guys? I have no idea. Doug's surprising me. I'm actually off work oh. tomorrow because of the Super Bowl. So I, I don't I have no idea. Why don't we check back in next week? He just told yeah, me to okay. keep uh, the evening open. So I have I have no idea. So have you purchased Doug anything for Valentine's Day? Uh, he got sphere tickets. He got to see you too. Wow, Dave, does that count? You two tickets that were apparently a dollar. Were they more a <laughs> gift for Doug or for you, Jamie? Beyond, yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> well, I think that's... it was a nice date yes. night for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is correct. Awesome, I appreciate it. I'm going to uh, talk to you later today, guaranteed, I promise. Please do. You, and leave a message if I don't answer, okay? I will. I will. Okay. See you. All right. Bye. Jamie Ucas, she's everywhere, and she's on with us every Tuesday, and she's uh, very, very good. Don't forget, when we're done, her uh, former partner in crime, Mr. Jason DeRussia, he'll be on the air with you at uh, 3.05, taking you home. Your Lindis Construction Time Check. It's time for you to have them out for a free heat map analysis, the healthy diet, and a very very extraordinarily expensive study. We'll discuss when we come back. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 